welcome to the podcast. I have special guest Sarah Tofano with me today from Sarah Tofano Homes. Actually, why don't I let you introduce yourself? Okay. Tell us who you are. <laughs> I'm Sarah Tofano. I have been an agent for 13 years. I just started a team and we are in Wallingford downtown and we have um, three agents on our team and we're with The Real Brokerage. Awesome. Actually, well, I didn't forget this, but you've already been on our podcast and uh, you were with another company at that time, but we kind of talked about collaboration and, and, and the fact that we were from different companies and yet we helped each other out a lot and we continue to do that. So a couple of things have changed since then in that you not only have switched companies, but you also have now formed a team. And so now you have right. some agents working under you. So I wanted to focus on that and I wanted to just kind of talk about some of the joys and challenges of team building. You and I are more or less in the same boat yeah. in terms of building out our team, going through the same challenges, going through the same type of hurdles and, and we're learning as we go. So, so let's, uh, let's touch up on that and why don't you walk us through what your experience sure. has been like. Yeah. So I decided to start a team mainly because, you know, there's only so much production you could do by yourself. Um, you kind of tap out at a certain level, um, before your service starts to slip. And so I said, how can I continue to grow without losing the momentum and losing that service piece because that's something that's super important to me for my clients to get. Um, so I decided I'm gonna switch companies. I moved to the real brokerage um, and we were all working from home at that time. It was sort of mid COVID, it was the end of 2020. And I said, well, if I'm gonna make a change, but no better time than now. So right. I decided to go and um, it was a great move for me. Um, and then from there, I ended up getting linked up with um, Noah, who's on my team, and he's a brand new agent. He actually was my past client, um, got his real estate license. He was, you know, totally into it, ready to rock. And I said, well, I appreciate you, you know, let's, let's start this thing. So he came on board. Then I got introduced to Laura, who um, was actually a friend of one of my lenders. Um, so he introduced us and she came on board and it was kind of like I really didn't go look for people right. they just kind of fell in my lap I guess mm -hmm. um, and then I had Kemley who was referred to some to me from somebody in my BNI networking group so um, that's kind of how it all started and like I said there was really no rhyme or reason to it it was just these are the people that kind of came to me and I said you know what let's try it so we've all been together now for um a, a year now and you know we've had our sets of challenges just in general like being a brand new agent me still having my business and trying to find time to separate the training time versus mentoring time right, yeah. versus my production time so that has been a challenge but it's something that i have worked through and now we are Rocking and, and it's a fun stuff. challenge, I'm sure. Yeah, because you kind of figure out, like, they're new. What did I wish I knew when I was yeah. new, you right. know? Um, so I kind of would do these Mondays. Now every Monday we have a meeting, and it's every Monday, 12 o'clock, like clockwork, we do it. Um, and we do a different topic every week. So now we're kind of structured in a way where they know what to expect, and they know not to jump the gun because we're going to learn it mm -hmm. as we go. Um, I think there's a there's a, a plan that they yeah. should follow, um, and it's not just go 180 miles an hour. You have to kind of take the steps little by little and learn as you go. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, you, you touched up on so much and I'm like, my mind is racing because of all the questions that I want to ask. And also not just that, but a lot of the stuff that I want to share as well, because yeah. you triggered a lot of things that I've gone through. And so already I think we're going to run over, but that's okay because I actually <laughs> want to cover a lot. So you mentioned separating roles or kind of wearing a few different hats, yes. right? Which, which for me, I realized early on that being the person that wore many different hats was not the person that I wanted to be. And so I, in delegating certain responsibilities in my office, I realized that as a broker, I still maintain a few hats and that you're right. I have to, I, I have my day to day duties, which include office work, Adam and stuff or whatnot. But at the same time, I have to be mindful of the fact that I need to dedicate enough time to my agents. What am I doing to actually train and coach? I have my one-on-one -on -one times with them. And so I have my coach hat on that uh, uh, during that hour. And then I'm a teacher when I'm doing the trainings. And then at the same time, I want to be there for as moral support and encouragement. And sometimes I actually forget that you're kind of constantly being monitored. And, and, and I think we actually talked about this yesterday at the happy hour in that we, we, we need to constantly be mindful and aware of what kind of vibe and energy we give off. We might be having Correct. a bad day, but at the end of the day, exactly. we on you. have to control that because we, that, that, that radiates to our team. And, right. and if we're constantly in a bad mood or we're down or we're to ourselves, that's going to impact the morale of your team and, and, and how they communicate with you, how they, how they collaborate with one another. And so that has, that has been one of the biggest challenges for me because I'm very much the type of person that likes to be in my bubble and do my work. <laughs> You're right. And then I'm constantly reminded, oh, wait, I can't be this closed off because they're going to start hating me or right. resenting me, right? <laughs> right. So, so that, that's been interesting. And so the fact that you mentioned that kind of triggered that. So yeah, how do that. you kind of manage that? I think a lot of it is, is, is culture. You know, we always talk about culture. We always say we want people that are, you know, like personalities and, and all these different things. But at the end of the day, you know, people who are in a good mood and take care of themselves and take time for themselves are the people who are going to radiate that great energy to other people. And so mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I learned very quickly that, you know, one person's, you know, negativity or one person has a bad day and it kind of like throws everybody else's mood off. And for me, I didn't want that in my office. And, you know, originally we were doing our meetings in my dining room. Like we were, we didn't have an office, right. we were a cloud brokerage, we didn't have space. And finally I said, you know what, let's get an office space. So we did, we got the office space and, um, and things have really improved since then just because we have a safe space that's comfortable and people can go and get their work done and also bounce ideas off each other yeah. because i think you know i have one agent who was in a rut this week because she's like i only have one pending i don't know i've never been in this situation mm -hmm. before and you have another agent on the team who's not me but who's able to say to her keep your chin up keep yeah. doing what you're doing yeah you know it, it's consistency and and that kind of motivation is is just it's i can't pay it i couldn't pay money right. for it you know what i mean and so that to me is more important than if they close 20 deals a year i don't care as long as they are doing what they have to do and they're being strategic about it and helping each other out yeah. because that i think is the most important part yeah that that's so true because oftentimes we we get i mean i learned this the hard way in some capacity in that I wanted to focus on teaching them 
the real estate stuff, right? And I said, okay, how am I going to structure my training or my, my um, office meetings around, here's how you can do this better. Now, when I have my one-on-ones, it's really focused around them as a person and professional development. You mentioned how culture is so important. And I think that being able to cultivate that environment starts with each individual person, making sure that they're aware of what you value, what they value themselves so that they can make sure that it's and aligned. Also learn what you're good at and learn what you're not so good at. Right. Because, you know, if, if, if you are very good at, let's just say, you know, a buyer transaction, but you're maybe a little like shaky on, on going on a listing presentation, but somebody else has a killer listing presentation, they're able to bring it with, bring the other person with them and kind of collaborate their strengths that way. Um, and I think that that's important for any business person, mm -hmm. whether it's real estate or something else, is to know where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are and, and to amplify your strengths as best you can. Yeah. Out of curiosity, do you know what type of personality you are? Oh God, I think if it's DISC, yeah. um, D-I. That's what I would have guessed. <laughs> I think, actually, in, in that order, I think too. I think high you're D. dominant D. Very and high then, D, yeah. very high D, yeah. Yeah, um, so it's, and I ask that because, you know, I've always said that, I've always said that there's no right or wrong personality, right? But the important thing is for you to recognize what personality you are so that you can know how to work that to your advantage. And there are strengths and weaknesses that come with each personality. And so if you're self-aware of what your weaknesses are, not only does, well, if you're aware of what your weaknesses are, not only does that make you self-aware, but it allows you to work towards improving that, right? But at the same time, especially when you are assuming a role as a team leader, as a manager, as a coach, or somebody that is in charge of other people's success, let's say. Right. Not, not, not being aware of what your personality is will immediately put you at a detriment in that you might let the worst parts about your personality dictate how it is that you manage right. and, and not knowing how other people respond to that or, or what they re react favorably to mm -hmm. is a problem as well because everyone has different personalities. And so being a good coach, being a good manager, being a good leader involves you being able to turn that switch on and off depending on who you're talking to. Correct. You know, you have to flip from being a high D to, to the expressive to the amiable depending on who you're talking to so that you can get your message across more effectively. And that's true across the board, even with clients, right? But but it's especially interesting when it comes to how you manage because, because uh, it's, it's something that's often overlooked. And so for me, when I have the one-on-ones with our agents, it's a, it's focused on that professional development and having them recognize what type of personality they are. Right. Let's talk about what your strengths and weaknesses are so that we can build off the strengths, right. but at the same time work on the weaknesses. I want to know what you are so I know how I should talk to you. And, and so it's, it's just, it comes full circle. And I think that being able to master that will take you far. Well, I, yeah. And I think it's funny, like, even like, aside from the disc, I always try to ask people like, what's your love language, right? Because some people need words of affirmation and you're like, that may not be something that I would typically do as a high D personality, but if I know that that person requires, you know, that cheerleader, yeah, I have to morph into that person. Right. And not that I don't want to, it's just that doesn't come natural naturally to me. Right. So, you know, it's just one of those things from a managerial perspective is, you know, how do you morph your personality that you're accustomed to or that comes natural? How do you morph that into making other people successful? You know what it is? Emotional intelligence. Yes. Probably one of the most important things in business and so overlooked. Yeah. I mean, 
everything from what we just talked about to empathy, being able to empathize with people. Like, there's mm -hmm. such a lack of empathy that it drives me crazy. And I'm a very, in everything, I'm very pragmatic, I'm very moderate, and, and I just look at things from a logical perspective. And, and, and so it's very easy for me to pick up, man, that was way too hard. If they just empathized a little bit more, this would have been mm -hmm. so, so, so much well, easier. I but. think we talked about this too recently. Like one of my agents, I do my one-to-one -one, uh, with him. And I, I said to him a couple of weeks ago, I go, your empathy is like out of this world. <laughs> and I go, people can appreciate that very much. Yeah. Like he has a potential seller and she's very overwhelmed. She moved into like a senior housing facility and it's not cheap, right? So it's expensive. She's got this house that she wants to sell, but now that everybody knows she's moved, they want all her stuff and they want her to give it to her, them for free and all this stuff. And he said, listen, if you need any help moving things, just call me. I'm not here to make a dime off of you. Let me just help you, mm -hmm. you know, because he's, he understands the, the stress that she's under and he can put himself in that kind of, emotional state right? right and i don't know that i'm like that so yeah. for for me to like see that in him was really awesome to be yeah. like you know what you're a really good person and people can appreciate that and i think that that allows us to learn from one another as well Correct. because because even emotional intelligence actually is not just how you are with other people, but also how you are with yourself and recognizing, hey, I need to improve this about myself. Right. And, and being self-aware about all of that, like you just said, you recognize that one of your agents did something that probably would be very hard for you. And you acknowledge it as being a very positive trait and you acknowledge it as being something that you appreciated. And so we, with that in mind, we, we're not just teaching or, or, or doing things in a manner that it will be advantageous to us, but at the same time, we're learning from one another. And and I just think that if we had more of that in business and on on, on teams, in life and politics and everything, yeah. I mean, we, we, we would be just a much better society, I think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that goes with yeah. everything. But, yeah. you know, I think personal and professional, um, you know, the way that you are, you can always improve. There's there's never yeah. a day that, you know, you can be 70 years old and still have room to improve on anything. So yeah. you just never know. But, um, you know, I think my team is a very good group now where they all are pretty much on the same page, but they all are very different personalities. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting to watch how they all bounce off each other, um, and myself included. Like, even today, like, we had a conversation about the market shift and like you know one of them only has one pending you know one has nothing pending you know and that they're freaking out and mm -hmm. i'm like i'm in the same boat yeah you know and we're all on this playing field together right. we're all on the same team and market conditions come and go yeah you know we just have to, we're all in this together kind of thing but that kind of camaraderie that kind of culture allows you to then be able to very very excitingly say let's put our heads together and figure this out together right Let, we're in the same boat we have the same challenges mm -hmm. let's brainstorm this out right yeah. as opposed to you know kind of um staying in 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 that bubble of not knowing how you're going to get out of it and, and and stressed out because now you're in your own head and you have nobody to talk to or nobody to bounce ideas off of so so absolutely not just being able to have that that office culture that camaraderie culture mm -hmm. but at the same time having people who's whose values and whose visions align with one another. Right. I mean, that's, that's, 
that's the that's the golden the nugget there <laughs> right. of the of the conversation, right? I think right? that too. Like, um, you know, my team, like we were just talking about personalities. It's like there may be a client that you know maybe doesn't gel well with one, mm -hmm. but would do awesome with somebody yeah. else, and they're able to refer them within the team and. And that just gives our clients a better level of service, right? Yeah. Because you have somebody who's a like mind, like personality, like everything. So yeah. they're able to better service that person and cater to their personality style. Where I think when you're opposites, it, you can clash and things yeah. become stressful. And that just doesn't make a good transaction for anybody. Um, but as a, as a team, you have you know a bunch of different personalities. You can kind of move people around as, as they need to. Yeah. Awesome. 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 I can, I can continue on, but let's, uh, I think maybe we should wrap it up now. So, so closing thoughts, what advice, suggestions would you have for someone looking to go out on their own, whether it be their own brokerage, their own team, and then maybe not even in real estate, but just somebody who's looking to transition from a day to day to now a managerial role or leadership role. I would say, like, I mean, I got lucky with these people kind of falling to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I would say just be very strategic in who you bring on to your team. And, and you know, as they always say, hire slow, fire fast, right? So if something is not working out, nip it in the bud early. Yeah. Don't let it linger because, you know, it, it just makes things difficult for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say take your time. That's my other thing is, you know, it's not you know, it's a, what do they say? It's not a marathon. It's a sprint. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a sprint, it's a marathon. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just take your time, you know, put your plan together, make sure you have your to-do list in order from start to finish. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I think in the beginning I was really just taking it as it comes, you know, yeah. and it was just kind of figure it out as I yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, I need a team agreement. All right, let me put that together. Oh, I need a this, you know, and you're just kind of throwing things right. together as you go. Um, so that would just be my advice. Just make sure you have a plan in place and just take your time. Awesome. Awesome. Great, great words of wisdom from the great Sarah Tafano. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, and maybe we will continue this conversation. You got it. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Bye everyone. Me. Bye.